Are we there yet? I really, really have to pee. Mom, she's on my side of the seat. That's not fair. She's hogging all the seat. Are we there yet? Mm, my stomach hurts. Are we there yet? Hey, motherfuckers. Welcome back to Are We There Yet? The family podcast oh, for adults. Ow. I'm riled. Uh-oh. Been to the bookstore. The bookstore has become my fight club. <laughs> <laughs> It has, but you got to be careful. You're going to be no, bannernated. No, you know what though? We're gonna we're gonna tell the story, and at the end of it, what's the what's the the uh, lesson? I made a positive and clearly lasting impact on fucking everybody involved. Right? Pretty much. Yes. This episode number six hundred twenty nine. Too stupid. There's a lot of stupid shit today. Mm-hmm. A lot of stupid shit. <sighs> They're calls. Where can they call us? They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Then email me. show at gmail.com. Thanks, Amazon. You're fucking awesome. Though, let me just say this, Amazon. You need to get on the stick with your publishers because today I went to buy the newest Dexter book, even though I, I know it's not going to be good. Now, I want to be clear. The Dexter books and the Dexter TV series are now light years apart. It's like they're not even the same thing anymore. Right, but weren't they well-written? Um, They were. Now, this new book is a bunch of cannibals that want to eat Dexter. That's the storyline. Which is ludicrous. Totally fucking ludicrous. But I thought, you know what? I, I got to support the guy who created Dexter. Because he gave me the greatest TV series ever made in the history of humanity. And I went to buy the book, and I looked at it, and I realized that he was wanted to charge me $15 for a Kindle edition. You know how much that is? $15? $5 too fucking much. Uh-oh. 10 bucks. You drew the line. That's what you get. You get 10 fucking dollars. And you know what? Up until now, that was fine with all you motherfuckers. Well, is it because he's from overseas and it has to come farther over the internet? I, I don't fucking care. What? I, I don't fucking care. <laughs> is, there, is there an ocean tax? There, are, you, are you saying that the, when the electrons convert from European measurement to American measurement, that because of that, it costs more? Fuck that. $10. Everybody that writes books and publishes books better get used to being happy with $10 fucking dollars because that is all I will pay for a Kindle book. Now, to be fair, I will pay $10 for all Kindle books. I think that's fair, don't you? That's a few bucks more I for do. a book that you would sell me in paperback, you know, in less than you would sell to me in hardback. Sell me the fucking book for ten dollars. I agree. Or I won't buy your books. Okay, Dude. so how do you feel about magazine prices? Because magazine prices keep going up, up, and up. And I would say even, you know, like good housekeeping. The, the magazines that have been around for quite some time, well-established, large readership. We're talking like six bucks for a magazine. Right. It's too much. And then you get into the specialty magazines, which can go anywhere up to like 25 Okay. Maybe $30. Let, okay. It's not a magazine okay. anymore. That's a book. It's like a collector's right. issue. But let me put it this way. Your average magazine is full of bullshit and ads. Okay. Like, there's not a parenting magazine on the planet that I would read because I looked at them all at the time when I needed them, and their advice was fucking fruity granola bullshit. All of it was. 
And it was all aimed at people with far more money than I had. Right. Right. Like you're reading the parenting magazine. It's like, well, here's what you do if you have a fussy baby. Buy a, buy a $500 stroller with an automated rocking arm in it. Fuck you. That's not advice. That's product placement. So suck my cock. But on the other hand, you sometimes get magazines, especially the expensive ones you get from overseas, that are packed with patterns. How much is that worth? Well, see, that I don't have a problem with because, yeah, pattern is at least 10 bucks. Right. And so that, that's, that's well worth it. I think it should be based on the utility of the magazine, which means I think most magazines should be digital only, delivered wirelessly to my iPad and or a Kindle for $2 a month. That's all you fucking deserve, especially if it's going to be a 100-page magazine crammed with 90 pages of ads, because that's what they're doing now. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of them that are just ads only. And and to be honest, specialty blogs are often better than magazines. That's not a fucking lie. The the information is usually more up-to-date and better. I mean, print magazine, by the time they get to fucking print, whatever they were going to talk about is six months old. I don't care. You know? I used to try to write for magazines. I mean, I, I sold some stuff to magazines, but I could never get the, I got to write this shit nine months ahead. It was, it was fucking bullshit. Starting to write my Halloween shit in Christmas was not working out for me. It's stupid. Mm. So speaking of magazines and how expensive they are, we've cut our coffee habit down to half of what it used to be. We now only go get coffee from the bookstore on Tuesdays. Why? Well, because we're just trying to help thing one, and we try try to tell her that she needs to cut back, so we'll cut back too. But Tuesday, because that's new release day. Well, yeah, you got to go on Tuesday. Yeah, see what's what's new, right? Usually, now I just go see so I can scan it into my think or my spring pad and buy it later somewhere else cheaper. Sorry, but we were there. And I was going about my business, and you came scuttling over to me, and you were full of righteous fury. I was. I was irritated because I was looking at the magazines, and there was a, a youngish couple sitting on the bunches. Early 20s. Yeah, on the, uh, up by the magazines, and they were flipping through the magazines, which, you know, a lot of people do that. But I think, I think those benches by the magazine are the bane Bad of bookstores. Idea. Get, don't do that. Okay, so I'm, like, listening, and I hear the chick flipping through the pages just really kind of aggressively i guess right and i kind of glance back and she's got the thing bent in half rolled up and she's got a pad of paper not a pad of paper a piece of paper and an ink pen and she's like writing down all the information out of the magazine so she's damaging the magazine which i was really irritated by and then when she was done she was just like tossing them i mean literally tossing them and right. so I kind of walked away and I, I mentioned it to you. And about 20 minutes later, wandered back up that way. They were still there, still doing right. the same thing. And this time I was with you. Yeah. Right? So I was like, I can't believe she's still doing that. And the, the bitch has 15, 20 magazines on the floor, all bent up and fucked yeah, up. Yeah, on the floor, on the bench. Yeah, she's got them all rolled up. Right. Now, we talk, We just discussed the fact that these magazines range in price from 6 to, like, 20 bucks. So she's got 100 bucks worth of magazines scattered all over the fucking floor, and she doesn't, she doesn't give a shit. I don't care if people look at books in the bookstore. I really don't. All I ask is you don't fuck shit up while you're there, because maybe someday I'm in there and I want a specific magazine, and the only copy left is the one that you fucking wiped your ass with. Now I'm pissed. 
So I'm watching her, and uh, all, all of a sudden, she flings all the magazines on the floor. So now there's like 30 of them scattered all around, all fucked up. She's stomping on them. She gets up, and she goes, let's go. And the guy goes, well, we're leaving? And she goes, yeah, we're out of here. Right, really abruptly. And it was really dismissive of him because it was just like she just, I don't know, she had this holier-than-thou kind of attitude right. and expected him just to kind of follow her. Right. When she was done, she was done. So I stop for a second and I look at the magazines and then I'm like, mm, I've had enough. That was it. That was the actual point in my life when I decided that I've had enough of stupid assholes. That was it. Mm-hmm. So I took off after him and you kind of stared after me with a look of stunned dismay on your face well i've seen you follow people before and you don't really do anything you just follow them i'm just saying i didn't expect this time to really be any different i don't usually just follow people that's misleading i'm not saying i'm big confrontational but it's i think it's very rare that i was stalking people in any case they stop by the uh reference desk section And I walk up to them and I look at the chick and I look at the guy and I said, you're not really going to leave that giant stack of magazines crumpled up on the floor up there, are you? And then she got fucking all righteous and shit on me and said, well, who are you? The magazine police? Now, the thing that makes me the maddest about this whole scene isn't that she was an ignorant cunt. That, That I fully expected. I was a little pissed that there's three employees of the bookstore who suddenly got very busy, who suddenly got real fucking busy Mm -hmm. and had to be somewhere else right now. And I said, I'm not, I'm not the magazine police. I'm just somebody who shops here regularly. And I'd appreciate it if you didn't make a giant mess and destroy merchandise because it's not free. It's very expensive. Right. And she goes, well, if you're so upset about it, why don't you clean it up? And then her boyfriend looked at me and said, I'm really sorry, man. I'll go take care of it right now. And he did. Yes, he did. (laughs) Straight away, sir. And he went up the stairs and he starts picking stuff up. And you were picking stuff up, too. And he was, like, gushingly apologetic. Okay, but here's my whole thing. He knew when she got up that she was being a fucking Mm -hmm. cunt. He knew. He looked at her and said, really? We're just going to fucking go now? I know. Well, and she's standing now behind me at this point on the stairs, and she goes, make sure you pick them all up and put them in alphabetical order. And I turn around, and I look at her, and I go, really? <laughs> wow. At this point, there's other people looking at us. Oh, yeah. Because she was being really loud. And he was just like, oh, let's get the hell out of here. But here's the thing. Picking them up took me and this guy a minute and a half. It took well, sure. no I mean, time to straighten that them big up. Of a deal. Now, admittedly, I couldn't pick, I couldn't clean up all the pen marks and all the shit she fucked up on them, but at least they were back on the shelves. And that's it. I'm done with this shit, people. You're on fucking notice. Any more stupid shit? And I, if you're listening to the show, if you see stupid shit like this, you're, it's your responsibility to say something. Just fucking say something. Well, I think it's funny because a a week later, you go in. A different bookstore. Yes. Pretty much the same thing was occurring. At, at the cafe, this chick is sitting there, and she's flipping. She's got a stack of magazines a foot and a half tall. I'm not kidding. And she opens it up, flicks through it, and then just throws it on the floor. Again, there's employees of the bookstore standing there watching their merchandise get trashed. 
It's on the floor of the cafe. There's coffee and shit getting spilled. You know what I'm saying? It is rude. So I said the same same thing to them. I was like, hey, let's not just destroy everything you touch. How about that? And her boyfriend did the same thing. He goes, oh, I'm really sorry. And he picked him up and told her to help him pick him up. I think I'm going to make you a Tuesday Barnes and Noble t-shirt. <laughs> and it does say magazine cop on it. Ow. I'll even think about letting you ride a Segway. No, I don't need a Segway. But let me say this. You were a little bit appalled that I did it. You were a little freaked out about it, right? Oh, a little bit. I mean, I was surprised that you said something. I told you, it's on. Now. I know. The whole but world. I said, I'm thank- thanks for the warning. Now I know what your stance is. I can be a little better prepared. But I was really checking the chick out because she looked like she was ready <laughs> like she to throw down. Like she might start clawing on me. Yeah, She might start climbing on my face. And I was like, um, hate to tell you, I might be older than you, but I can take you down any day. Well, you're pretty tough. Yeah. But here's, this is the, my favorite part of the story. This, this Barnes Noble that we go to has historically had a bad magazine section. They don't keep it up, right? And after my altercation in the store, immediately after I cleaned them up, the, how many people were up the magazine section straightening it up? A lot. Several. Several yeah. little store employees were hustling around straightening that shit up. And when we went back today, a week later, pristine magazine section. It was. It was sparkling, neat, and orderly. So here's the thing. If you, don't, if you think that confronting people about shit does not solve anything, it does. It makes things just a tiny bit better every time you do it. Every person you you confront about being a douche, they won't do it again. Or they will at least think twice about doing it again. They'll think, do I really want to get fucking yelled at again for being a douche? And you're not harming them anyway. You're convincing them to not fuck shit up for the rest of us. And it makes the world just a a tit hair better. And if that makes us too touchy-feely, then so be it. I want my world to be better. That's my point. And if I have to make a bunch of people feel like complete cunt rags, then I will. And the rest of you should as well. A high school teacher in Australia who assigned her class to plan a terrorist attack that would kill as many innocent people as possible had no intent to promote terrorism, the school principal said. The year 10 students at... Cal Gorley Border Community High School in the state of Western Australia were given the assignment last week in a class on contemporary conflict and terrorism. They were asked to pretend that they were terrorists, making a political statement by releasing a chemical or biological agent on an unsuspecting Australian community, according to a copy of the assignment received by the West Australian newspaper. Okay, really? Wow. <laughs> you know, if the teacher would have just thought about this for a half a second... <laughs> Could have probably realized it was a bad idea. <sighs> Why? Why do people, how do, I, okay, let me, let me just be clear. If I, if I was a teacher, I am sure more than once in my career, I would say something asinine in class, right? It would happen. And when a teacher says something asinine in class, I usually don't think twice about it, really. You know what I mean? If, it's, if they're just in the class and they say something, that's one thing. If you go to the trouble to write up your lesson plan and it has terrorist plot assignment in the header, and then you make up worksheets, and then you hand them out. 
you had many opportunities to avoid looking like a complete dumbass. Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure what the intent was. To get in trouble. To get herself fired. Seriously. I'm I what what's the point of the assignment? I, I understand thought assignments where you, you ask people to think about things that are not comfortable or they're unpleasant, but usually those are higher education level things that you do, right? Like all the psychology experiments that are not fun. Yeah, you know, like the Stanford experiments and the fucking you know what I'm <laughs> sure. saying? All, all that shit that they do that's fucking with people's heads. You do it in college where people have a little bit of a clue. Mm-hmm. You don't ask high school students to become mini terrorists. Well, and really, do you want a bunch of disgruntled teens thinking about ways to commit mass murder? Exactly. I mean, do we want to start them at that young of an age? Let's do some serious research on chemical and biological weapons. How can you best utilize that? Well, and this is the kind of shit that if you're a kid, somebody finds in your notebook and they call the police and you go to jail. Right? You, you're writing your terrorist list in your notebook and somebody, you leave it on a bench somewhere and somebody finds it and they call your mom and the next thing you know you're explaining to the police why you had a terrorist plot in your fucking school book. Well, that's... Well, I don't know. How do you even grade that? Well, I could grade you it. You go, um, no, dumbass. That only killed about 10 people. I'm looking for mass destruction here. <laughs> According to my estimates, you would only have managed to kill five people. Come on. You can do better. I could see. I can I can do better than that in my car on a Sunday afternoon at the farmer's market. Come on. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what people are thinking when they go down this line of thought. I mean, like I said, there's a lot of stuff when you're a teacher that thinks like it seems like it'd be an interesting pl- uh, lesson. Like, let's plan a trip to the moon. Let's plan a trip to Mars. Let's go on a field trip and look at the animals. You know what I'm saying? All that stuff is right. fine. Let's see how many people we can kill is never fine as a teacher. It's never fine. Don't do it. I agree. I think, you know, you, you could teach that kind of thing. But I think the point is to be appalling about it, not to make them think about ways to do it. You point out the fact that it's probably not a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Not not make them actively partake in a, the plotting and planning. <laughs> there should always be a disclaimer. Terrorism is not good. It's not good. Oy. You know, take bets on whether or not that preacher in Florida is going to get his ass blown oh, the fuck up. I'm sure it's going to be <laughs> quite the spectacle. In case you haven't been following the news, there's a guy in Florida, uh, this preacher in Florida, decided that he's going to burn a bunch of Korans this weekend to show the Muslims who's boss, I guess. Pretty much. I I get it, right? Mm-hmm. I understand his, his whole thing is, look, if they can protest shit and say death to America, why can't I burn some shit too, right? Now, the, the reason why you can't or you, you shouldn't is because we're supposed to be a little more enlightened than that, right? I mean, that's the idea. We don't, we don't treat people like that because we're more enlightened. But, you know, what can you do? People are fed up. I mean, I don't think it's right, but people are fed up. And I really. He does have a right to express himself just like anybody else does. You don't have to like it. Yeah, but that's the whole thing. Unfortunately, I think it's going to be a grand opportunity for a big confrontation. I think it's going to be coming from all different sides. Well, and that is not good. The tension will be running really high. And I, I believe, though, his church is rather tiny, like 15 people or so. There's not a lot of <laughs> That's people. It's not terribly intimidating. I mean, nobody, I'm not sure. Right. 
you know, how many of them are actually going to show up since they're not all terribly supportive. Yeah, I just think it's interesting. And I'm not going to... Let me just say, I think it's very interesting that a whole bunch of religious people got together today to condemn this guy, right? To say what he was doing was not Christian. It's not nice, right? Mm -hmm. I don't... uh... I don't see a bunch of imams complaining when buses get blown up. That's all I'm saying. I'm just, just putting it out there. Just putting it out there. You think he's going to get a nice white tabard with a big red cross on it, though? I would. I have no if I, idea. If I was going to be a douche like this, I'd go douche all the way. I'd ride around on my horse. I'd get my poor brothers to Solomon's Temple. I don't know. He's probably going to hold on. back a couple of them so he can sell them on eBay with the furniture that he apparently sells on eBay as well. <laughs> Well, you got to make a living. <laughs> 50 people's not enough to sustain a church, I don't think. <sighs> Next story. The family of a teen whose heart stopped after clamping an electrical cord to his nipple in shop class is suing the school and the teacher, saying the boy suffered brain damage. Last March, Kyle Dubois, 18, put an alligator clamp on one of his nipples with a classmate placing the clamp on his other nipple while a third classmate plugged the cord into the wall. For three seconds, Dubois endured the electrical shock, dropping him to the floor and stopping his heart, the New Hampshire Union later reported. I don't want to be mean, but this kid had brain damage before. Yes. <laughs> Something missing. Here's the, here's the thing. At the point when somebody put the first alligator clamp on my nipple. Ow. I, I would say, ow, we're not, we're not, continu- <laughs> we're not continuing with this experiment. Alligator clamps are serious stuff. They <laughs> yes. have teeth, hence the name alligator. Ow. My nipples are tender. I don't I don't want to clamp anything to it. I'm a little surprised that his friends, and I'm using that in air Come quotes. on now. <laughs> Think jackass. They've made millions off doing stupid stuff. But Throwing even, bowling balls even, at your scrotum probably isn't the best idea. Even they have enough sense not to arc a current directly through your chest. Do you understand what I'm saying? They know that you can't shoot household electrical current through mm-hmm. your heart. And be okay with it. They just didn't believe it. Three minutes. You gotta that, see it. Three minutes his friends left him plugged in. That is, or three, three, three seconds. seconds. That is still super douchey. I know, but you know, that's the amount of time to go, holy crap, what's happening? Oh my God, now what do we do? Oh my God, pull the plug. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm three seconds goes by pretty fast. I'm 100% sure that they put the one clamp on, the guy plugged it in, and then the, the dude himself is holding the last clamp, and they're like, he's not really gonna, holy shit. They were probably our laughing friend, friend, yeah, and well, then realized once he hit the floor that he wasn't getting back up. I, I am sure they hit the floor immediately because this would knock you on your ass, like Yikes. instantly on your butt. And guess what? I mean, the kid's 18, so now you're an adult and you have a certain level of responsibility for your own actions. Whoops. Sorry about that. Yeah. I don't think it's fair to sue the teacher. The teacher said he was busy instructing somebody else, and he turned around, and right. this kid was lighting his fucking pits up. Okay. Thing three has honors science this year. Okay. Okay. And the, her science class has labs, and they have quite an elaborate setup. And really- As they should. It's fucking science. Right. The whole first week was all about safety. Yes. They took tests, and in fact, she was the only- kid in the sixth grade to get a 100 percent on her test Woo-hoo, thing three <laughs> well i just think it's funny that nobody takes science seriously until somebody gets hurt <laughs> right but what i'm saying is is you know they had to go through a series of training sessions 
and then get quizzed on it, which a lot of it is freaking common sense. Come on. I'm sure there's nothing. There was nothing that tests that, that said never. Well, put that's what I'm saying. Do they have to be extremely specific? They have to sit down with a group of teenagers. No, and say, it's not. What right. kind of stupid shit would you come up with with the stuff that's in the lab? Just right. tell me. Tell well, me now. Here's the thing. This isn't even a lab. This is shop class. You're not supposed to be doing well, that kind of true. shit in shop class. Though I will say I never. T- I took shop class one time and three kids got hurt. Well, I mean, shop class has a potential for yes. some serious yes. injuries. And, the, and there's there's a lot of shit that could hurt you going on at the same time. And the mm-hmm. teacher doesn't have time to stand there. You know what I mean? Right. Like, we had an injury in shop class one time because everybody that's taking shop knows this project. You take a bunch of different pieces of wood and you glue them together to make one big block. Uh-huh. Right? And then you put it on the lathe and you turn it and you turn it into a nice little lamp for your mom. Right? Okay. Okay. You have to prepare this wood carefully because when you put shit on a lathe it gets hot right okay okay this kid didn't he didn't let it dry long enough the water inside the lathe heated up to the boiling point and it fucking exploded and he got pieces i mean this guy his face now looks like edward james almost he's got Aww, fucking his, his whole like face scars. his whole face was covered with splinters yikes like inch or two inch long splinters sticking out of his face like a fucking hedgehog's ass that's really scary. Yes. There was another time a guy was drilling into a solid block of wood. And we said over and over again, that thing is smoking. Please stop drilling for a couple of seconds or put some water or something in there so you don't kill yourself. He didn't listen. The drill bit seized up inside while the wood was on fire. It spun around and drove a two inch piece of wood into his leg. Yikes. Yes. And another kid almost cut his thumb off. Oh, scroll saw. Well, I can't say much about cutting thumbs off, but. So, yeah, I just, like I said, shop class is full of dangerous shit. And if you're a shop teacher, you have enough to worry about, about kids legitimately hurting themselves, much less some dumbass that decides to put clamps on his nipples and see if he can light himself up. Well, here's the thing, too. I'm not really sure the kid can actually sue because you do sign <laughs> waivers saying that you will follow safety rules when you're yeah, in class. I know. I know. I'm pretty sure that's going to be the school's out. You think he got billed whenever the emergency staff know. came? Next story. Oh, wait. I, w- I wanted to tell you about this. Oh. Uh, it reminds me because, you know, kids are always looking for that adrenaline rush. Oh, my God. And the other day, Thing 3 comes home and she announces loudly that she decided that PE was her favorite class, which is completely <laughs> shocking because this kid is not athletic in any way, shape, or form. No, she's not a big fan of PE. And the whole idea of dressing out with other people in the room filled her with dread i think it fills most people dread the first time you have right nobody likes it right and especially you know if if you are a little chubby or whatever you're a little self-conscious even even if you're not preteen girls are self-conscious to begin with. well this is the time period when everybody is developing differently you're Mm -hmm. in there with sixth seventh and eighth graders so there's some people in there that are fucking you know that are like grown and, right. other, and other people that are still kids. Right. So so I was surprised by that. And I was like, well, you know, that's that's great. I'm glad that you're enjoying PE. That's mm-hmm. kind of a load off my mind. Mm-hmm. And she goes, yeah, I really like the adrenaline rush I get when I'm dressing out. <sighs> what? What kind of weird things have to say? <laughs> because of the, she's trying to do it quickly. <sighs> I was like, oh, great. She's got an adrenaline junkie. <laughs> what a way to discover it, right? <sighs> Next story. About a year ago, Carrie Feldman was surprised to find himself sprawled on the pavement in an intersection in Chicago Heights, Illinois, having been knocked off his motor scooter by the car behind him. Five months later, he got another surprise. 
a bill from the fire department for responding to the scene of the accident. They had no idea of what the fire truck was there for, said Mr. Feldman of nearby Madison. It came, it looked, and it left. I was not hurt badly. I had scratches and bruises. I did not go to the hospital. Mr. Feldman received a bill for $200. The Chicago Heights Fire Department told him the fire truck had responded in case there was a fire at the scene. Yeah, okay. Now, here's, here's the thing. In, in all of Texas, fire trucks always come. Right. Right? If there's a, 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 even a fender bender and you call the police like you're supposed to, mm-hmm. fire trucks come. Right. You didn't ask for them to come at all. Probably no need for a fire at all. Like, if I had had to, okay, let's say when you cut your thumb off, you were home by yourself. Mm-hmm. You would have had to call an ambulance. Right. They would have sent a fire truck. They would have sent a fire truck. Whoever gets here first wins. Right. Why would they send a fucking fire truck? Nobody knows. Because they're paramedics, too. Okay. But you know what? I, I didn't ask for you. I asked for an ambulance to take me to the fucking hospital because I chopped off my hand. I don't think this guy even called for no, anything. No, he didn't. That's, either, what, that's what I'm way. saying. He didn't call for shit. He got knocked over. Somebody else saw it, called. The fire department shows up. Not even police or ambulance, just the fire department. And then they bill him for $200. The problem I have with this is you have no control over how much your bill is going to be. Right? It's not like you can go, I don't right. fucking need you. Don't come. You it's know? an arbitrary number. However long they were there, if they did anything. So well, apparently a drive-by, a looky-loo, <laughs> is 200 bucks. And it, the thing is, like I said, you don't, even have, you don't even have control over whether or not they get called. Somebody else can call them, and they show up, and now you're stuck with $200. Now, well, the really insulting part of this, though, is that the accident was not his fault. And so he tried to get the insurance company of the, tr- the car drivers right. to, to pay, and they refused. Because they're douchebags. So he tried to get the motorist at fault. To pay himself. And he refused. What yeah, a douche. Yeah, so somehow it ends up on the victim. Fuck yes. that bullshit. That is just bullshit. If you're going to charge anybody, you charge the person at fault. Well, I, don't, I don't even understand how that's a fucking question. But I was whenever we were talking about the story, I looked it up in a lot of different places. Mm-hmm. And a lot of places are starting to do that. And here's what they do. They bill everybody and see who pays. Right. They thought they had a better chance of actually getting paid through him. So that's who they went after. Fucking bullshit i pay taxes asshole that is what my taxes are for they're for the case that the fire department has to come they're for the case that i need my garbage picked up they're there in case somebody breaks into my house and the police need to come if i'm paying taxes and you're gonna fucking bill me then here's the deal fuck you bill me when you come right well, run, I don't run even my know fucking that's credit. appropriate. When I dial nine one one, you run my fucking credit, and if it's not good enough, then don't fucking come. Is that what they're saying? Well, probably. Okay, then here's what's going to happen: large portions of Dallas will burn to the ground the next time there's a fire. If that's the plan, it, it's Oak it's Cliff dumb. better watch out. <laughs> it's not even just Oak Cliff. There's there's a lot of places in there's a lot of places where if I called and they said it's going to be five hundred bucks, I said I was going to figure out some shit on my own. You know, it's dumb. It's ridiculous. This is not how government services are supposed to work. You can't tax me to provide those services and then charge me, too. It's well, not even my fucking apparently fault. Apparently they can because they do. They're, they're trying to make up their budget deficits in creative ways. I say it's time to go back to the think tank. Try again. I say you just don't fucking pay it. 
Get a lawyer. I agree. Fucking lawyer. Well, he already up, did. Man. He paid it because he didn't want his credit to be hurt. I, I understand, but you really need to be able to lawyer up in cases like this. At the very least, I just don't understand the logic of that we go after the victim. That that kind of bullshit is unacceptable. It really is. Throat punches for everybody. And uh, if I was the guy, I would say, here's the deal. I'm not paying it because I didn't fucking ask you to come. This is not a service I requested. It should be like when you get merchandise in the mail that you didn't request. It's free. I didn't ask for it. Yeah. You just fucking sent it. So it's mine now, douche. Maybe he should just let his motor scooter crash into the guy's living room window. And go, oh, there you go. Yeah. I don't know. Fucking ridiculous. You got to make the world a nicer place, people. You see this kind of shit? You got to fucking speak out. Vote motherfuckers that agree with this shit out of office. Gotta go. Speaking of elections, sorry, Democrats, you had your chance. They're totally fucked. They're going to lose control of everything this time around. And I, I don't agree with the stimulus plan that is, let's just give money to businesses. Because that's the new one. We're just going to give 100% tax breaks to businesses on everything they buy this year. Okay, that didn't really help me. Unless you want to start a business. Well, I say we start a business. Even then, I think they're kind of specific businesses. I, I, I say, don't think I say we start a business and we buy a whole bunch of shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I'm like I said. A, I, I'm going to buy a business I need a new house for. I'm just saying. Fucking ridiculous. Anyway, if they want to call us, where can they call us? They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Email. show at gmail.com. I remember. From now on, when you see people being douches, do something about it. Step up. Surely there's other people that are just as tired of douchebags as I am. The world will be infinitely better once everybody just stops letting people be douchebags. You know? You don't have to be mean about it. I was very nice about it in the Barnes & Noble. I just said, hey, you're not really going to do that, are you, right? Because that would be kind of a dick move if you did that. If you just wrecked a bunch of shit. How about I come to your house and I just piss all over everything? Would that be okay? Because you're doing the same shit. Fucking assholes. Stop letting people be assholes. Don't forget Amazon's my sponsor. Buy some shit through them. Though, don't buy any Kindle books that are $15 because that is bullshit. Bullshit. Don't forget JuicesBlueBread.com. Vote for some podcast. Alley.com. Leave us a review on iTunes. Follow me on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook. Be our buddy. All right, Kim. We're not there yet. Hi, this is Thing One. Thanks for listening to my parents' podcast. Why not take a second to review their show at TalkShoe.com? And I'm Thing Two. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the feed at www.arewetheryetpodcast.com. This is Thing Three, signing off for all of us at Are We There Yet. Vote for us at PodcastAlley.com. 